The Aaron and Austin Show is brought to you by Wichita by EB, Kirby's Beer Store, Party Rockers ICT, and Sacred Leaf. All right, all right. Here we are at episode sixty-one. Everybody, how are you guys doing? Tonight? I've been excited for this all week. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna breeze through. Uh, sorry, sponsors. We're gonna breeze through the sponsorship pretty quick here today because <laughs> we are uh, really excited about this show. It's gonna be a fun. We're gonna one. give due respect to each and every sponsor. Yeah, we got Kirby's. But, yeah. Everything at Kirby. Support local music. Make sure you get out and mess with that. Wichita by EB. Always uh, thank you. F- get with him for food truck advice. Get with him for the shows that are coming on. Yeah. Um, get with him for a little bit of everything for food reviews. I mean, the guy the guy helps us out a ton. Um, Sacred Leaf, Aaron, take it away a little bit on Sacred, uh, Sacred Leaf. Sacred Leaf, they're Wichita's first and, in my opinion, the best CBD shop in town. And a great sponsor uh, of the show, too. Yeah, they do all their own stuff, most of their own processing. Great yep. people, yeah. Um, so make sure you get with them for all your uh, CBD and Delta 8 and a little bit of everything needs. They got a little bit of everything, don't they? Word. They got lotion yeah. and everything. They got yeah, everything sure. going on down there. Um, also, now we got Party Rockers ICT as well. So make sure that you uh, get with Kayla. Uh, we got a show booked now. She's going to be on. She'll be able to tell you everything in and out about that place. But we're going to definitely, if you need uh, for schools, for um, kids' parties, or if you, they, I know they have a Harper benefit coming up. They got a back to school jam coming up. They got a bunch, they were just at Riverfest. So they've done, a, they've done a ton of shit here lately. So get with them for all your mascot and uh, blow up needs for your, your parties. Then we got uh, the back to school uh, block party coming up. Trying that, to raise a bunch of backpacks. Yeah, this is yeah, this is this is yeah. a great cause. The Dirty Thirteen Lowrider Street Club is doing this, and it's a a block party at uh, OJ Watson Park, July 29th. Um, it's from 11 a.m. to 4 a.m. Um, they're trying to give out backpacks for kindergarten to f- uh, five-year-old kids. So they're taking donations at a ton of places. The clubhouse over there on Maple, um, the Cowboy Inn, the Shamrock, Dirty D's, uh, the Dollar Tree on Seneca, Second and Seneca, um, the. The Bourbon Street, Bill and Mary's, Doug's, Genie's, Cowboy, TJ's, TJ's Tacos, and uh, Douglas and McLean Boutique, and um, you can pretty much you can get with Nicole or you can get with anybody in that club and donate. So get get help them out with that um, and make that a real free event. They got a bunch of bouncy houses and stuff they're doing for free that whole day. They're giving away stuff for free and having a day for free. So I mean, and if you, you have questions on how to support that, just hit us up. Yeah, hit us and, up. There's yeah. a ton, there's a ton of information on that. So that goes with all our sponsors. I'll yeah. tell you anything. You I mean, know. a quick uh, we usually respond pretty quick. So get with us if you need us. Um, and also uh, the Dam Jam again. We need sponsorships for that. Um, just for our show, we're working on. We like I said, we got about halfway oh, there. Oh, damn, Jam! Yeah, That's so we got invited to do the damn jam, and we are putting a fucking teepee up. I got a twenty foot teepee. I'm going to put up. We're going to do the podcast in the teepee. In the teepee, out at the damn jam. So we're going to try to get any artist, any stage manager. I think if anybody, you set up a teepee, I think the artists go build a teepee. They will about? come. Yeah, and then they'll go check it out. <laughs> and is it sweat lodge? I think you know, that's a sweat lodge right on the teepee. Yeah, I think we're going full like full. Uh, nah, I know, I know. No. <laughs> It'll shrink the canvas. I can't. Oh, do really? It. Yeah, it will. Oh, okay. So can we just do like, you know, like moon pods in there and have a fucking crazy day? (laughs) I don't know what you mean, but yeah. (laughs) All right. So maybe. But yeah, so if we we're still needing sponsors, we're about halfway there for the sponsorship for that. Any any venue person, um, anybody that's wants to do advertising, like I said, there's gonna be like ten K people out there. So there's a great thing for your flyers, your stickers, your shirts. We'll sell your merch at our at our uh, spot. We actually get in two spots probably to uh to um to uh, advertise that we're going to be able to uh, podcast yeah. in the teepee and then we're also going to be able to podcast under a pavilion too as well so we'll be mobile out there for three days it's going to be, be pretty blast. sick yeah it's going to be fun so uh, make sure and make sure if anybody's wanting to do a podcast <laughs> that you get with uh, us we got uh, me and Aaron have uh, some ideas in the works 
for a couple other shows that we're going to produce, and we also have some ideas in the works on some concerts. The Aaron and Austin show is going to be bringing you a concert very soon. So look out for that. We're going to do some shit. We got some ideas. Yeah. So let's get to that graphic, and let's get to this show. Graphic! Here we are, back, back in attack. 61, we got Dave and Kevin from Forge ICT. Nothing but amazing things I've heard about this restaurant. I cannot Man. wait. We're starting it off with a cocktail. Tell us about it, David. Introduce Look you guys yourself. Do the that. whole thing. All right, I'm Dave, the owner, and I got Kevin here with me. He's my chef for the restaurant at Forge ICT. And today, I basically did a, we're going to do two cocktails today. We've got this one here. It's called the Leatherneck. It is a cocktail I designed for a Woodford competition. It is... Typically, I do Woodford, but we're using a Boot Hill Distillery, their whiskey. Out of Dodge. Yep. Yeah. Oh, nice. So we're using a little bit of a local. Yeah, uh, bet. Nice. I yeah. like that. And uh, then we put a uh, Strega, dry vermouth. Strega, if you're not familiar with it. Yeah, a, please tell me. I, you a, saw my face. You're like, yeah, he doesn't know what the fuck that is. He doesn't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, no one knows what it is. It's a kind of underground uh, Italian liqueur. It's just really kind of... It's like the anise thing I'm getting? Uh, um, a little bit in there, but it's also it's got... Part of the martini. Yeah, okay, okay. But it's got just some herbal uh, flavor yeah. in there and stuff. And then the kind of the secret ingredient is a leather and lavender simple syrup. Yeah, we take a, a simple syrup. I definitely get the leather. That's, that's oh, yeah. crazy. Right? Yeah. And I like the leather neck. Leather neck is the name of it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, before we get too much further, how did you get into like trying to submit a drink to the Woodford competition? How I've been in the bar and restaurant business thirty years. I was started doing uh, bartending uh, mid nineties and just kind of kept going. And I've done craft cocktails and you name it. I've done it. Uh, bartended out in Vegas for a while, here locally for a long time, and then uh, mm. last few years out towards Philadelphia. So, so leather oh, nice. and lavender. Leather so you even got out of the dam, got out of Wichita and learned some real shit. Oh, cool I got, shit. well, it was one of those things I got to the point and, you know, you could feel like you're doing the right thing and stuff, but Wichita, uh, as far as like cocktails and stuff, when I was doing it, they weren't real receptive because I was always kind of pushing the envelope and a lot of people were still stuck on the rum and coke oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. give me crown or whatever. Fireball. Now, oh, yeah. And nowadays. <laughs> or Jaeger and shit. Rumble or or rumble mints. Uh, hey, yeah, hey, whoa. Now we're just taking low blows here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was getting kind of in a rut because I was doing these cool cocktails and it was just not the right scene. And some man, he's like telling me, he's like, man, go out East Coast. People love it. Went out there uh, to a small town just outside of Philly called Lancaster, uh, PA, or as they say it there in the Amish country, Lancaster. But, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, I got there. I landed a job immediately with a restaurant been in uh, business for 25 years. And... I just started kind of playing around, and everybody just loved what I was doing. And so, I, you know, that was that recognition that, hey, I'm good at what I do, and I'm in the right direction. So Yeah, it's nice to get out of your, like, yeah. comfort zone oh, yeah. and, and still get some receptive, like, okay, I'm doing some shit here. Well, well it's like, okay, it, it, nothing against Wichita, but, you know, when, when you're a smaller population and you're the best in that population, you know, it's like the old uh, big fish, small pond or yep. kind of scenario. All day. 
And same so, in the music world. Well, it's a, I think that even I, no matter where you live, I mean, unless you're in like L.A. or New York, where the meccas of things are, for the most part, that holds true no matter what your city is. Even yeah. if it's you're in Denver or Chicago, or I mean, you can learn to grow as much as you can get from that area. Oh yeah, and, and like I said, I was doing things very progressive and just outside the box. Um, and that's I, that's definitely not a huge thing here. No, no. And so, you know, right. and I had a great guy that he basically told me when I started kind of getting that route of craft cocktail and everything else. He said, man, the only limitation you have is what you can think of. So we were doing crazy shit. We were doing, you know, these here. We were doing, we were making air. We were making little foam air and topping on top of cocktails. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You know, and people, you know, I had a handful of uh, customers that loved the the experience and stuff. But then, like I said, of a huge portion of which I was like Crown and Coke and it was like well everybody yeah, here just wants their fucking drink oh yeah, yeah like yeah. they don't want to wait another 10 minutes while you're over there fluffing somebody else's drink with their oh yeah it, it, <laughs> that's I mean crazy. that's just the cold fact yeah. of it yeah. like so. people don't want to pay for that little or wait that little extra time even that's fucking what's weird you know it, it, it's the whole artistry and everything of it and you know I understand that but it's like you know you got some people like you're saying that just want now and some people that can really appreciate that craft that skill yeah. So. yeah how, how are you getting the leather in here, man? This is I actually take, it's a full boot. It's intense. A full it's boot fun. is at the bottom it's of. It's pretty the, dope. Like I like, actually it's take fucking I get crazy it. Actually, tell, tell. because he does it in my kitchen. And the first time I seen him doing it, I was like, "What are you doing, dude? <laughs> you're like, why are you taking like, off your boots and putting yeah, them in this?" Yeah, like, yeah. You know, he actually <laughs> takes leather and actually boils it and uh, infuses that water from that leather in no a pot. Shit. Like, yeah. I'm like, "What are you doing?" It's dude? actually uh, I take lavender, I take sugar, water. Throw some lavender in there, and then take a strip of leather and drop it in there. And as it heats up and everything, the leather will slowly curl up. And once it curls up, you pull it off the heat, let it steep for a few minutes, and then pull it out. So your simple syrup in this old fashioned is leather flavored. It's leather and lavender. And leather and lavender. That's yeah. what you, yeah, that's yep. what you were saying. Okay, that's yeah. fucking crazy, okay, yeah, bro. sweet. So you you would use the simple syrup, the leather and lavender simple syrup. <laughs> uh, Bitters on top of that, or no? It's got walnut bitters, and it's also got a whiskey barrel aged bitters in it. Okay, bet, bet. And then the Luxardo di- cherry. I recognize yeah, that. That's, that's, that's fucking that's, diverse drink right there. That's yeah. my guy. So it's one of those things. I love it man. because the simple syrup can be really sweet. So you have that dry vermouth to kind of break it up a little bit and make it less sweet. But you know, you really just try and get those flavors. So what? Yeah. So this is it. a cocktail that sells at Forge ICT. Yes. What's this cocktail go for? Um, $12. $12. You can get this motherfucker. He's got That's his old, he's got two boots. He fucking dried in this bad boy. <laughs> Dude, that is cool as fuck. I mean, that's what, you know that, I mean, all jokes aside, like that's cool. Someone's taking the time to like, Make simple syrup out of leather and shit. That's why. I mean, dude, it comes through on this bad boy. It's awesome. I don't <laughs> right? know. I think it's really cool. <laughs> it. Like me and you've had some old fashioned and some spin on some old fashioned. This is a good fucking drink. So I never like imagined the taste of leather, but the taste of leather is a lot like the smell of leather. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know what I mean. And um, I always loved the smell of leather. So <laughs> I know for real. I guess. Though, right? I guess. I yeah. I would. Totally I mean, this is one of the most unique unique bourbon drinks I've ever had. I really like it. I will tell you that that. Um, might be my top three old fashions of Wichita. Do you, does it fall under the old fashions? It's that's actually ish. technically on the Manhattan side. That's oh, kind of okay. what I would okay. think. Oh, because of the vermouth. Vermouth. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because uh, of the vermouth, it is okay, more okay. of a Manhattan. Think of like a... Um, All right, so I can't say that. I guess I got to retract. Think there. about a... Um, well, we can't, and we haven't done the proper legwork. It's leg my work favorite on, Manhattan. We haven't ah. done the proper legwork on Manhattans, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> because the Manhattan, you know, they have like the perfect Manhattan, which is equal parts of dry and sweet vermouth. 
to melt it all out. Weird. So, you know, I'm and that's the only this. time I've ever had vermouth is in a uh, fucking Manhattan when I've had those. And I, until but if you're already using whiskey, I never knew what sweet. it really was. <laughs> it's not if you're already good. using whiskey, whiskey's kind of sweet, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, and that's why I threw, yeah. that's why I used the uh, simple syrup as kind of the sweet vermouth and then hit it with that dry vermouth so it makes it more balanced. I love it. So when you're going to create a cocktail like this for a competition, how the fuck do you come up with that process? Is that some shit like you invented yourself? No, I'll tell you right now. I've Through the years, I've been very beneficial to work with some great chefs um, from East Coast and here in Wichita to where a lot of times I'll plug their brains and ask them questions because cooking and bartending, you use a lot of the same techniques. Um, mm-hmm. You do a lot of the same things. It's just a different media to express you know, your talent. An art form. Yeah, an art form. Exactly. A lot of people, I, and I like it when uh, chefs and business owners that do signature cocktails and do restaurants like yours, like your restaurant is an art form. Like it's, it's. I mean, just look at what we're the drinks that we're having yeah. here with what with what we have right here on the table. I mean, you can tell that there's a little bit more than just culinary that goes. So, into so do you guys do that like once a week? You sit down and be like, all right, so. This drink, this food. How do we make this? Whole we haven't yeah, gotten okay. that point yet. But yeah, like yeah. we'll be have a think tank soon. on this shit. Yeah, there will be happening soon. Wine dinners, beer dinners, alcohol yeah. dinners, things like pairings, that. pairings, all that. That oh, will definitely cool. happen. We've only been open for about five or six weeks, so we're yeah. Yeah, but you guys have been making a, you guys have been making a way. You came man. in, like, you I came in hot. Yeah. You came in hot. And uh, uh, if anybody doesn't know, they're at. Uh, Douglas in Washington in the old District Taco place. A shout out to Mike Farhall, a friend of mine who used to own that spot. Good spot for a long time, and I was glad to see a, another good person move into that spot because it's nice it's right there, middle of downtown. But, so. but you got you got to admit, like Wichita has this thing of like, oh, a new place. Oh yeah, a little mm, bit, a little know. bit. It know. depends. Like if your shit's legit. I already want to hate it today. I I always said like. about Wichita, if you're uh, if you're undeniably good about it, like the word of mouth in this town is amazing. And I will say that you guys have done that. You like because that's you guys I mean, beat the bitchitons. Yeah, you did. You yeah. also take the good with the bad. Of You're gonna you have do. those yeah. negative Nancys well, and those people out well, there. Well, yeah, just gonna yeah. Hate and that's their honestly, life honestly and, you take you know. it. You take it the. You should take it the right way because if you're gonna get, <laughs> if you're gonna get, you know. A hundred percent of people that feedback, twenty percent of them are probably gonna be shitty if your restaurant's even if it's yeah, great. That's very true. So like you just gotta wade through that crap of it. And honestly be happy those haters get more clicks and likes on your shit than the damn people that love the place. I mean, Sometimes the they are constructively, you know, there are constructive yeah. comments and that we could improve on, but most of the time, you know, when people start really bitching just bashing for no reason. And, and, and sometimes yeah. and sometimes let's be honest, let's let's, let's turn the coin mm-hmm. over. Sometimes restaurants or a waitress or a bartender has a bad day. And you or you catch a table at the wrong way and it just doesn't go well for them and they're sure. a fucking blogger yeah. or they're a fucking person that yelps a lot. So like don't always you know, sometimes it's just a bad day. I always say try a place if you liked it a little bit, try it a couple times before you fucking give up on it. I always say cuz you never know what. I mean, I've had some of my favorite restaurants you go in and sure. you're <laughs> like, "Oh fuck, today sucked." Well, so so <laughs> I give Every restaurant six months. That's why I haven't been in there. Like, coming in another four months. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm going to come in after <laughs> after just tasting that one drink. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready <laughs> well, now. We were, right, I, yeah, well, I told Aaron, I was like, we need to get in there for a happy hour and get some naps. But I said, let's wait till after we do the show. Let's do the show first. Yeah. But but yeah, for me, I, I like to give them time to work their stuff out. I I know what that is. I used to work back at the house all the time. Oh yeah, I know, you know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like you don't want to go the first day of the show. You no. want to go when they. No, that won't be me. Groove, you know? That won't be me. Yeah. I, I want to see what you've actually got, what you've developed as, mm-hmm. like wh- what your routine is looking like. Right. How fast I get my food. That's a smart like, move. That's you know what I mean. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you always work, so you can't go do it. No, <laughs> no in the no. past. In the past. Uh, okay. I mean, I was uh, married to an actress in town for a very long time. Oh, so, wow. And she went to show. Pierce the Alley? No. No, no, no. no. You ain't got to lie to me, uh, friend. Uh, How'd that go? Did I wouldn't be sitting alimony? here if that was the case. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, no, uh, and so I would never go to the first show. I'd wait right. until you know we got in the groove. And that's kind of the same thing with cooking, too. When new restaurants open, you got to work out the kinks. we got to work out the staff. You know, I yeah. mean, the staff yeah, people got to get trained and all that. You know, so when you're in the industry, you know, that you, you notice do, that stuff. Is that why, why they do the soft openings? Yeah. Well, it's like for for me. Is that the point of that? For the most well, part, well, yeah. So you can kind of get through the logistics of it and stuff, and and you know, just kind of feel each other out, and also kind of figure out the systems because you can put have the best computer system in there and. You know, when you go to use it, you never know. First day, crash or whatever. Well, and, right. and your staff has to be trained for it, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. So I'm sure that's a big part of it. And, and I have to say, you know, it's doing this whole project and everything. I've got some of the best staff in town um, from the kitchen to the front of the house because a lot of them came in there. And, you know, I've known a lot of them for a long time through their experience. They know what they're doing. And they've just been troopers as far as, you know, just like when you're over in a restaurant, you know, it's. Something pops up and it's like, okay, Thursday, out your routine a little bit. But they've been very good about adapting to situations and yeah. just keep going. And they're a big reason that we've been successful and having all these great reviews. Uh, and I've had, I'm not going to lie to you, all the reviews I've seen. And and I don't like pay attention to much of the, other than Wichita by EB and a few of the, there's a few others that are. That, For the foodies. One yeah, 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 there's another one. And there's. Uh, Jack, Jack, Jack Stacks. Yeah, Jack Stacks. There's, mm-hmm. th- those all are like just somebody who's given a real review of the place. And that's, uh, you know. That's what are, I like, man. That's what I want. You know, I don't want anybody with an agenda that, you know, works for the, the fucking restaurant industry too hard or any of that shit. So. Or, or the always positive reviews. <laughs> You know, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, this, this oh, place, look at these awesome guys out there doing it. <laughs> or the, are the, you know, I mean, there's some yeah. of them are always <laughs> negative, too. It's like, I had raw chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the one I always love is this woman, she said she was a blogger, and, and I guess her blogging was she just puts a review on your website or, or Facebook or Yelp or whatever. But she was talking about she gave us a three-star review because she didn't like the first cocktail she had. She had, I forget at the time it was, a cocktail we were playing with and we took it off the menu. But she goes, nah, it just wasn't really my cup of tea, but this drink was my favorite one in the whole wide world ever. And it's like, so because you didn't like the first drink because <laughs> yeah, of the flavor that. or whatever that I went from, because the salmon was great, the crab cakes were amazing, this and everything was I amazing. can't get at least four star shit. It, it, exactly. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a drink. Yeah. And, and to me, Bitch. it's, <laughs> shit. I, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm a fat kid from Kansas, so I eat. But I, I don't eat, and I'm not one of those guys like a chef that I can pick up the flavors like you guys did and stuff. I either like I it. I can't either. I, I either like either. it or I hate no, it. I, Me too. It, it's like or I hate it. He's, I, got, I, he's I got a pretty I good palate. I like a lot of stuff. I'm not, I don't have, I'm not too snooty on most stuff, but I, I'm not going to pick out that there was boot in that drink. Oh, yeah. And, and see, to me, so it's like with all <laughs> these people reviewing, <laughs> all those people doing reviews and stuff, it, it, to me, it's like, you know, I appreciate your review, but you also have to understand your taste buds may be different than yours because you smoke cigarettes yeah. or you don't smoke cigarettes, and I do. Or we're just and, different fucking people. Oh, yeah. Or it's like you and me. There's people out there that eat pickles cucumbers so I, don't like, eat, I don't eat you and me yeah. we yeah. don't have any yeah. taste buds but All these guys day. have the taste buds i just know good or bad oh. that's it it's like that nah, not for me not zombie for me, cucumbers yeah. you guys don't eat zombie cucumbers no, no i do not yeah. i actually call them evil cucumbers so i just like don't i just don't i just don't accept that pickles exist yeah if, you're not for that they're super they just don't exist there's no such thing you guys are crazy i mean i don't care if people like them i don't overly hate them so they don't exist john our engineer explained this pickles actually don't exist 
It's pickling that is a process. process. There are pickled cucumbers. There pickled are pickled eggs. eggs and pickled, pickled sausages. Okra. But pickled pickles paint. by themselves, that's not a real thing. It's, it's not. Ju- hey, it's they the call juice. them out on the jar. Is it the juice? Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. It's you're it's right. Or is it yeah. just the juice? Well, I don't know. Would, would pickled cucumber juice taste the same as fermented cabbage juice? No. no. Well, no, no. No. I mean, so, if you put an so arm in a jar juice, or a head a, in a jar, the... <laughs> The vinegar is going to taste different. Yeah. That's a challenge. I'm not vinegar, but you're using, you're doing it wrong. Oh, okay, okay. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> but sure. well, apple cider. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> but all, but all pickle picklery aside. Well, 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 just there's no service on, pickle drinks. That's top on your pickle deal. He makes some of the best fucking homemade pickles I've had. Over there, we have this. Uh, I'm just going to believe you. We have this burger, and he does a <laughs> spicy pickle on it. It's phenomenal. Hell yeah. yeah. Because I was like, before when he did it, I was like, man, I was like. It, it has to be the featured part of a dish for me because pickles take over everything. Well, I tell these guys, you know. They're very powerful ingredients. It's exactly. a quick pickle, not an actual pickle pickle. Yeah. You know, when you pickle something, you put it in a jar and you pickle it for a longer Mons. period of time. Mm. This is a quick pickle. Oh, like so a refrigerator like, pickle. Oh, it's, it's, a, like, it's so a, like you boil. A slick you, pickle. You boil the, the gunk and the juice and stuff and then pour it on whatever vegetable and then. That's your quick pickle. Then yeah. immediately put it in the fridge. Twenty four hours in the fridge. And don't eat them all the time because no one likes a hot cucumber, dude. They're gross. Well, well that's cucumbers are just cold. Cucumbers <laughs> are gross. They <laughs> dip <laughs> them in vinegar to <laughs> eat them. I know. I know. Like two it's cold. It's so much better, day, dude. I just like the flavor. <laughs> it sounds horrible. But you know, I, these guys—they've done some amazing stuff in the kitchen uh, with the cucumbers, like I just mentioned, and some of the food. You know, honestly, when we started this project, I unfortunately let go one of my chefs uh, before we opened, and I hired Kevin. And I kind of had a menu, and he had kind of a short and a stick because we were opening. And like I told him, we're opening this day, do or die. <laughs> and so he had like three weeks, and I summed the menu that Damn I originally it. had, and he was playing with it, trying to make it more, you know, functional with what we had. Yeah, yeah. And then also too, it's, Dense. Very much. he's also doing what you know I asked him to do from the get go: is man make sure. Because I had crazy ideas, and he's like, "Man, that's not really cost effective, you know." Yeah. Uh, this that, so I need him. You to need to be t- you yeah. need to be pulled back a little bit. I know. Oh, dude, it's just like my cocktail. Sometimes I, I you know, <laughs> that's it's like, what it is. dude, you got got to fucking simplify. You know, keep. Dude, this takes four hours to make, David. We're well, gonna, well, no, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna. Our, 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 tell me, you know, kiss, keep it simple, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, but, I'm the bad know. cop around almost everybody there. Same. Then, I'm, I'm a, I'm I like a, shut down their idea almost right. I'm like, that's not cost effective. No, that can't do that. Well, I do. I do. I do that. So. Well, I'm, I'm like, okay, so you want you want a case of truffles, and you're going to use them on one dish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they go bad and, you know. Like yeah, it makes, bad, so it makes me look like the negative uh-huh. Nancy, but I'm just right. trying to keep everyone in line. Right. You know? Well, you need well, you truffles don't go bad. Well, you, need example, a, you need you know, a dreamer like, and someone mm-hmm. to think logical. You need both both ends of those stick make but every the, kind of artwork. The they realistic really got to yeah. calm the dreamer down. Like, you're so creative. I love you. You're so pretty. But hey. <laughs> hey. But. Uh, hey, come on yeah. back. So yeah. you so when you went into putting the forge together, was this your first time as doing your own old thing? Yes. Um when I was in Pennsylvania, I did have a coffee business with uh, I had a business partner. We did a coffee, coffee business. I did a it was called Muddy Joe's Coffee. We did basically barrel-aged coffees. I did a whiskey rum, a uh whiskey rum and I think I did tequila as well. And we did some just really fun stuff. Um, I supplied four or five different coffee shops. It was a good time. But then coming back to Wichita, um, I've been in the bar business here, like I said, 30 years. And uh, I've worked some for 
Larkspur Yaya's, uh, I worked at Newport, and just some of the best restaurants in town. Yeah. And it was one of those things, I got back to town and I helped out at Bella Luna a little bit when I got back in town, and then also helped over at Jeremy Waite's place over at Napoli. And uh, then this opportunity came open, uh, November hit, and it was open, and I'm like, man, I was looking, and I was like, you know, and I talked to a friend of mine, and uh, we decided to go ahead and jump on this project, and uh, he helped me out, and we got up and going. And the biggest thing was was the cleanliness of the place. It was just, we had to do a lot of stuff to the floors, and, you know, it was just the cleanliness that was the biggest factor on it. To get like the old place would get a lot of, t- there's an issue. It was oh, bad, yeah. dude. It, it, yeah. it was bad. It, it wasn't know. a great ending for that restaurant, unfortunately. No. no. Yeah. And, and oh, Are they ever? I mean, unfortunately, every restaurant get, goes away for a reason. Some yeah, times. Yeah, well, for I don't one know one, if it was that reason per se, but yeah. why that well, happened. Well, if the place is not clean, the, and a, the, I mean, if a place is not clean um, and the restaurant's not there anymore, I mean, Let's not act like those things don't coincide with each other. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. You know, it's someone just kind of stopped caring, and when that happens... You, you hope... You know, a lot of times when a lo- owner's losing a business, you know, shit kind of hits the floor oh, yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. He's going for the cherry. I have to eat the cherry, man. Yeah, yeah. Those, cherries so are, those cherries are like eight fifty a cherry. <laughs> no, we, we've dropped it down to four twenty five. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. That's half the drink is the damn <laughs> cherry. <laughs> You're buying in bulk here. You're buying in bulk. It's here. like you better eat the damn thing. And, yeah. and I will tell you guys, when these guys came in, I've never seen any more prepared kitchen. So I, I can tell you from what they brought into the studio today and how ready they were today that I guarantee that kitchen is run like a goddamn And I'm amazed to see uh, this on the watch. table right now. Like, Dude, well, take yeah, a bite of it. Yeah, let's explain this a little bit. Tell them what's, yeah. up. Tell them what's yeah. up. Well, that's just basic yeah. catering stuff that, you know, that... Yeah, I but I mean, but you guys were—I yeah. mean, you guys were ready to go. I, yeah, I love—I love for prepared. Sure. They show up twenty minutes early and pre- prepared and ready to go always oh, means a lot to me. So these are uh, crab cakes. It's not in your traditional run-of-the-mill Maryland crab cakes that you probably see around town and in most restaurants. What they do is they use jumbo lump crab and they do a sautéed crab cake. There's no oh, crust yeah. on it. This one we're doing a little bit more old school. So it's a uh, yeah. There's a breading fried, on that. It's a, it's a fried crab cake. And it's still a lot of the same ingredients John, that go you want to in come that get same sautéed one. And then we just do a spicy remoulade on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. How's that? That's great. That sauce. How's the sauce is great? Yeah. Oh, I mean, the patty is amazing. Oh, the crab cake. Is- like, for real. Yeah. Where's, where's Dave at? Dave. <laughs> I like that sauce. The sauce is good? Yeah, I mean, it's basic, but I like it on this a lot. Oh. I didn't even think about it until, oh. yeah. But the texture on the crab cake is money. Oh. A lot of people try and to this, go like and a this lemon, guy's a lemon and this thing guy's this is this is them bringing it from their restaurant down the street. It's sitting here in front of our faces while we're breathing on for twenty minutes, and this shit is still <laughs> fucking fire. Oh, that's very yeah. That's, oh that's man, killer. do you want to get a little piece of this? Yeah, yeah get in on this, man. John. Get a little piece. Just fucking you I mean you can just grab one if you want. Yeah, yeah usually what we do is there's two of them we'll on feed our, plate. We'll feed our tech guy. He works out. Yeah. I got a lot. I brought process. a lot of food with me today to do stuff. So trust me, you guys. How good is that texture on that fried outside? That's money, dude. It's very different than usually sauteed crab cake. For and sure. dude, I, uh, dude, I'm a and I'm a crab man. I love any kind of crab. Right. Give me, I ain't gonna lie. But usually we do two of those to a plate and with the same remoulade sauce. But that's a uh, one of our big sellers for appetizers. Besides the yeah. uh, carpaccio, what's that sauce again? Called it's again? A, just a spicy remoulade sauce. Remoulade is just kind of a concoction of just different kind of like a aioli with some spices and hot things. So like remoulade, aioli, and mayonnaise. Well, aioli we're, we're, is we're, a we're in a, we're in a family. You know what I mean? Like it's all the same. Thing. That's yeah, money. that's money. Yeah, 
Eggs and oil. Eggs and oil, man. That's yeah. all it is. That's what mayonnaise is. That's what yeah. aioli is. That's what all that is. That's yeah. what good mayonnaise is. Yeah. Yeah. Mayonnaise is I'm it's not Miracle one. Whip, but you know. I don't hate Miracle Whip. Either. I don't. I don't hate Miracle Whip either. That's the same. I fucking hate weird. Yeah. I do. I like both. I, that's I a whole some, other ball game. I think that's no eggs, just oil. But. That's just like nah. It's preservatives, bro. That's something we can put on a shelf and make it last for twenty out, twenty yeah. years. <laughs> as long as you don't open it, this shit'll never go bad. So you know what's crazy, and I didn't notice till now. And this is not on purpose, you guys. I didn't even know it, but you know, <laughs> you know what's in that Rimalot sauce pickles. There's pickle juice. Oh, I guarantee. There's a lot of pickle juice in yeah, there. So you're like, some people ah, use lemon juice. Yeah. Well, we didn't get the actual bodies. We just got the the juice. The juice. You know. <laughs> oh, you got OJ? Oh, no, no, like the pickles, oh, the zombie juice. pickles. Juice. You know, zombie cucumbers. Yeah. And he needs the bodies. You just had the juice. You know? So, so um, I've always heard that pickle juice is like you know, the workout cure. Hey, well, yeah. oh, there we go. It does a whole it's, bunch of things. David's got oh, wow. round number two. It's mainly vinegar, you know, vinegar and salt, which is going to clean your sins out. What do we have here? This beautiful. Oh, yeah. Fancy for sure. That's a pineapple leaf, if I'm not mistaken. Uh huh. From the heart of Wichita, where we grow pineapple. Where, that's <laughs> right. It's true. The, the pineapple capital of Kansas, really. Yeah. Wichita is now the new pineapple capital <laughs> of, of Kansas. Of Cedric County. Um, man, these yeah. guys do it big. Man, we're, we're, they're it. putting the pressure on anybody who comes in I next time. It. It's going to be hard. It's yeah. going to be hard to beat this. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> so the crab cakes are amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Crab cakes are amazing. What can we get that for in your bar? Like, what was that? Five, 14. 10, 10, 14 baller avatars? 14, but 14. No, or if you come for happy hour from 3 to 6 o'clock, it's 10. Damn. Oh, yeah, buddy. You can get a couple of those for 10 bucks. I'm in. All day long. Yep. They're like our, one of our biggest sellers. <laughs> oh, I see one. why. I and, see why. And we've never had like a single complaint about them. They're, oh, that's actually what the reviews are made about, like best crab cakes now. Yeah. And I'm well, like, I've like, actually heard. Really? Uh, I've heard you guys have been. I've heard <laughs> you guys have. Uh, what I've heard from close friends of mine that are super into. Uh, come on, bring it over here. Go, yeah. go, go and get in there. I'm, go into, get in there. It. I'm into it. But uh, from a lot of my friends, I have a lot of. And I appreciate all of them. I have a bunch of friends that are. You know, go out and do shit and get around the town and try new places and are in and about. And I've heard that you guys are killing it. Like the entrees are good, the cocktails are good, but I've heard you're the best app place in town. Is yeah. I've heard almost. And we only have like four or five. I know. That's you why know? I was like, I was looking on the menu. I was like, we have crab cakes and sliders and a couple other things. Yeah. I was like, this is. That's... You look at other places in town, the bigger boys, you know, their menus are extravagant now. There's like 10 different items on an appetizer and then specials to boot. You David, know? where do you come from on that? On that, Since you're the owner, where do you come from on like the huge menu to Let me like tell you. perfecting the great menu then keeping it you Let know, me simple? tell you, when part of the whole project when I opened this with my uh, partner was we were looking and I, you know, this day and age I went to Facebook and I was like, hey, if you guys could open a restaurant, what would it be? And you know, I got oh, do IHOP, do this, do, do IHOP, do, do Waffle House, do, bring White Castle back. I'm like, okay, I was like, no. you guys are just morons. Okay, so I've really, I've really, I've really toned into the wrong pool here. <laughs> so, so then, you know, someone said something kind of profound and really just hit home was, they said, Dave, I don't care what you do, just have the menu small and be the best. Simple, diet. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you ever watch professional chefs and professional restaurants. It's not an overwhelming <laughs> menu. It's just a menu done right. 
Yeah. You can have like some shit you specialize in and you if you got a bunch of great shit, but like don't over exceed. Like a lot of people try to just do too fucking much. It's also like kind of like restaurant one oh one. If you have like if you're trying to market to a customer, you're gonna give them less choices for them to take less time to do that or just narrow it down. Because yeah. you give a huge menu That's of a hundred nice. different items. People are like, Oh god, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? There's too much. If you have ten items there, oh yeah, it's boom. see me oh, at the know, cheesecake factory. That. Jesus give them Christ. Less choices. It's not any worse. It was just less choices. Yeah, dude, I did. Dude, fair enough, dude. I went in there the first time and it was just like a. It's like 15 pages. Like, what are you a restaurant of? What do you do well out of that? Out of all that stuff, what do you do well? Thank you. Like, so that's the same thing I've. I'll never find it. Everything, everything I've heard from that place, or uh, and we're not here to shit on restaurants, but um, uh, new show coming up. uh, Aaron and I show shit on shitty restaurants and they come on the show. That'd be great. (laughs) So uh, I think it'd be cool. Let's put that out in the ether so I don't forget. But. like you hear a place from like that, you don't hear like it's just like hey, a new place opened and like they got shit, right? They got exactly. some stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and you know, like when I go to a place like that, I'll look at the menu and then I'm just like, fuck it, give me a cheeseburger. I, I get overwhelmed. Tired, yeah, and I'm like, I do the oh, same thing. Something yeah. like that too. I do the same thing too. Like whatever's like easy. <laughs> I remember even going to like Willie C's back in the day. Oh, I'm just talking when I'm a kid, you know, teenager ish or whatever, but like, that menu's huge compared. I mean, all of the rest of our chilies, all those money. Yeah, that was a big, that was a big diner menu. It really was a big menu. And they just end up buying, I mean, they had everything on the Cisco truck. I mean, their Cisco truck delivery must've been ridiculous. I have to tell you though, you know, you're talking about all these things, you know, the small menu and stuff. And that was something, you know, I saw when I worked at one restaurant, Larchburg downtown, the one thing that I was really, you know, he utilizes everything in pretty much every dish. So there's nothing like if he's not yeah. selling this, you know, it's not a big deal because he sold 50 of those. So, you know, he's good to go. You mm-hmm. know, it's, he had no waste because he planned the menu, right? It's a well-planned menu. Well, that's a, oh, be- yeah. well, that's a beautiful yeah. way to, I mean, that's just smart. Engineering oh yeah. Of a well, menu. you know, every ingredient should be used a couple times. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, and right. someone right. got something sitting on the shelf that the fucking right. the, the health, of the health board is going to come in and you, ding me for you, you, everything. You, you want it gone every time the truck brings more. You I agree with that a hundred percent, but then there's stuff in my area that I just hoard and I'm like, Oh, I might use that later on down the road. Right. Mm-hmm. So explain this cocktail before we get too much further. Yeah, this is awesome. Okay, this one is kind of a unique cocktail because this is actually one of my mocktails and cocktails. Oh, really? I, I make a, a lot of our mocktails. We have about five or six mocktails on our menu. And uh, Explain what is a mocktail. Mocktail is basically no alcohol. No alcohol, exactly. And uh, when I was out in Philadelphia, I learned a bunch of these uh, base non-alcohol cocktails because there was a lot of bartenders starting to go to that trend of not drinking. Right. And so, you know, it's starting to hit here a little bit. You know, some of us will not drink or we go on a little hiatus from time to time. But this place, you know, I learned how to do some really cool mocktails and stuff. And this is two drinks, but the only difference is one has gin, one doesn't. On our non-alcoholic side, we call this the TIE Fighter. It is sesame seed with coriander. Uh, it's got um, coriander. Explain that. Coriander is just a spice. Okay. Or maybe Kevin might know a little bit better than me, but I believe I've never even heard spice. the word before until it's today. a spice. <laughs> um, it's kind of like. Uh, uh, we'll ask Kevin when he gets it, back. If cilantro is allowed to seed, coriander is a seed. okay. So you got some insight. Let's see. Your palate. He knows. He knows. This guy. This guy. And then it also has. You impress uh, me more every day. I, know. <laughs> I love you. It's got Thai chili pepper in there. It's got some grapefruit. Some. Uh, 
Uh, so are these mocktails or this one's got booze in it? This one's uh, this one's uh, dude. <laughs> we're, we're here tonight. We're having booze. Okay. And I guess the day. So this one here oh, is he's seen called, our show and he yeah, understands. With, with the booze side of it is called One Night in Bangkok. Nice. So it's a uh, what is the what is the because I will say it's a gin based cocktail. It's got uh, aviation gin, the Ryan Reynolds gin. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that so, was a thing. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. He's got a gin. We need, a, we need a we need a booze a bourbon rumplements. Hey, peppermint peppermint bourbon. Rumplements sponsor you. Yeah, right. They don't oh, give a fuck about it. us. I'm pretty sure there's Dude, a Dan Aykroyd vodka out there. Then I'd have to drink it all the time. We, we buy. Happy about okay, it. so to for anybody who doesn't know, let me preempt this just a little bit. Um, every show that we've ever done, sixty one, we have bought at least a ten pack of rumplements to start the show. So we everyone does a shot of rumble. Looks a lot like that. It when looks you get similar to this store. at yeah. your local at your local liquor store. <laughs> the single shots. Yeah, they're. Yeah. T- I mean, the sad thing is, if you if you can get a ten of them for like twelve bucks, or if you buy one shot, it's fucking uh, it's fucking yeah. the, the, ten dollars. No, yeah. the, the sad thing is, is that three different liquor stores carry those tin racks for us. <laughs> okay, so that's a thing as well. Why you got to bring up old shit? I'm just saying, man. <laughs> but and they keep and two of them now keep them in the freezer. For That's me. what I mean. But oh jeez, a- <laughs> <laughs> you got them trained. But I mean, it was a Tuesday What's thing. Up, guys? Well, it was a Tuesday thing when we moved the locations a couple of times. So we yeah, were at Maggie's true. for a little while, and then we came to another place. So the shit happens. But uh, I would just say we've always done rumplements, so that's why they're talking about rumplements. We've always taken it. It's like a show tradition to loosen up the guests. We all have a shot of rumplements to start the show. And if for all the guests that have declined that shot of rumplements, you want a list. There is a list. <laughs> you want a list. <laughs> that Dave and Kevin are not on. I, <laughs> I hate mint, and I hate rumplements. I am not a fan. I took it like a champ. You I'm, know, I'm, gonna, sit like a champ. I'm gonna sit here and tell you right now, I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys yeah, doing? Yeah. Like, oh, Dude, I had the rumple, I had to chase yeah. it with the whiskey. It's like, mm, yeah. 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 Yeah, so. Now, he, he hates Jameson, and so I think oh, he, I do I, too. I, really? I'm a bourbon drinker, but I do I not like, mess around I like with bourbon. That. I, I, drink, I drink Jameson. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. I'm like part Irish, too. Yeah. I'm like, what do you think, David? You Irish whiskey and rice. I love it. Rye is a whole other Especially a dark rye. I'm a big fan of a few dark rice. I'm not a fan of rye or Irish. I mean, I'll drink Jameson when, you know. I mean, if you give me a last resort. Last resort. Or when the mood strikes, you know. I mean, if someone pours me a fucking shot of Jameson. I'm gonna take it. Of course, of course, yeah. But I mean, what the fuck are we doing? He's gonna regret it right after that. Like, oh my god, why I do that? Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's kind of like that old, uh, you know, what's the best pizza? Free pizza. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. free and the best. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'll take a Totino's pizza, yeah. dude. Fucking, if you burnt it a little bit, even. Oh, you would be that guy with your Sorry, fucking phone man. on. I forgot so to turn it down. I, I, w- I want to backtrack just a quick second because I love that you offer this and we breezed over it t- a tiny bit. Um, I, how many different mocktails do you offer at your restaurant? Uh, five or six right now. And I will tell you that I do see on a, all over the Wichita Food and Booze Market and all over other places, and I will be able to now say your restaurant because I didn't know, but I knew that the Rusty Nail, uh, Whiskey Dicks, and a couple other places do offer non-alcoholic uh, uh Decent cocktails, other than you know, you're just your old duels and you're like fake beers or, or, or orange juice yeah. and cranberry juice. Yeah, right. right so right. like there are, uh, there are. If you want to get out and have a mocktail, I didn't, I didn't know the term until now, but I knew that there was a few places, and I'm glad that he's offering that too as well. So that's that's really cool. And these are me. really good. These, yeah. They, and for you, you're not a cocktail drinker. I was wondering to see if you like this. This is fucking delicious for me. This hits well, me. I think th- the, this is still sweet for me, but I do like it. Like, but I think a lot of times, like with this cocktail here. Grant, this one's with gin, but in the mocktails, I think the thing that's different, it's 
we're using herbs, spices, and everything else to give it some yeah. flavor and complexity. There's a different where thing Where instead of just like some juices, because automatically when you grab this, you're thinking, oh, it's going to be orange juice. But I thought you, rum. You know, you're thinking rum, orange juice, whatever. But yeah. you take a sip and you get that sesame seed and everything yep. there on that finish. Oh, it's, just a, it's just a nice drink. It's yeah. all been toasted and just amazing. And then you're like, okay, yeah. Because, you know, you got the lemongrass in there. You That's got the ginger. You, you just got all these mixtures of stuff. And it's a great base. And that's what all our mocktails are. We have five mocktails. And from those five mocktails, we also make five cocktails out of them. So they have a counterpart. They have a... Yes. So, so you have the virgin and, so, the, okay. and the alcoholic. And okay, the I've got... This one here is the TIE Fighter. As far as non-alcoholic, alcoholic, it's one night in Bangkok. We have one that's called a... Ser- so a TIE Fighter is one night in Bangkok. So it's kind of yeah. a phrase that all goes together. Oh, yeah. Of. And then we have a cereal killer, which is a non-alcoholic. It's a cereal like in cereal you would eat because it's got barley and some other stuff in there. But then huh. the alcoholic version's psycho killer. Like Really? The, yeah. So you get a little fucking Talking Heads yep. song in there. Exactly. Psycho killer. Mm-hmm. I like that song. <laughs> it's a cool song, man. Oh, yeah. It's one of their, their coolest <laughs> for sure. And then we have another one that's uh, it's a... It's called the Paprika Milk Punch, which is the non-alcoholic. Wow. But then we do the alcoholic version, which is Drunk Punch Love. You are you are uh, a very intricate a, w- a wordsmith. He is a very intricate uh, recipe maker. Yeah, like his like a lot Drink of neighbor. thought is put into every fucking ingredient. Even yeah, like it ain't even like the like it ain't like even each ingredient gets broke down. Well, and it comes across, man. That's, that's it does. That's it delicious. comes across real and, well. And that's one of those things, like a guy like you, that can appreciate the flavors and pick up the notes and stuff. Where me, it's like eh, I like it. It's kind yeah, of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I get a little pineapple juice. I'm good to go. Pretty good. Well, this is. I mean, I, so I I drink a lot of cocktails. They're my favorite. I like to have um, yeah. gin in this, vodka in that, whatever. Um, I'm not a big beer drinker. I like beers too, but like I'm not trying to sit there and get bloated all fucking night. So I like having you know a little harder liquor, and this is a goddamn great gin drink too. I yeah. Mean, gin. yeah, man. Wait, there's gin in this? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what he was saying. I. I I was thinking rum. I don't drink gin. I don't you really don't have it right now. You just You're, tricked me. You just like said, I tricked them with I the zombie juice. Well, I feel like we can trick you on anything. You said you don't drink rumble mix. You don't drink gin. You already have to in. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I drink. I mean, I drink. Bourbon I've seen you done. And lots so of vodka, I can't believe you know, anything so. you say. He might do what he say he won't do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 well. Uh, there's yeah. that one time in band okay. camp. <laughs> yeah. Or last night, or you know, it depends on it just depends how many Tie Fighters in Bangkok you have. That's right. So you Ooh. guys like to mix your drinks? We uh, pretty much just go straight. We just do Ooh. a yeah. Let's have a little well, buffalo. I was just, I was just like, trying to give you a little. Well, I love well, buffalo trace. Yeah. I was just trying to give you a little. You like of buffalo trace? Hell yeah. Yeah, that, that, we, I dig it. That's man. we need to crack that. That's yeah. for the. That's for it's, after you guys. It's one of the only beans. Like, like if you look at Jim Beam. Jim Beam has several other top shelf liquors, and yep. they're all the Jim Beam beat. Black. I there's, like a there's lot. There's Bookers, hearing, there's Bookers, there's oh, Bakers, really? there's uh, okay. uh, Basil You're Hayden. Right those are all B words: Basil Hayden, Bookers, Bakers. Those That's all, all the same. Those are all factory. Jim Beam That's products. All, oh wow! Oh yeah, I knew and that. They're top I knew shelf, that. I didn't but they're also the B. Well, but they, Buffalo but Trace still, uh, isn't. Well, I will tell you that Basil Hayden, they were bought by Jim. Yeah, like, like yeah. they were their yeah, own most product. Of that, yeah, the, just like Four Roses. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. that's the company that owns most of. Yeah, Four Roses is good shit though too. Yeah. I like it's what, the only two that aren't really owned by anybody is what Jack Daniels because it's you know, well, it it's, what it is. It's, it's, but like and Sky Buffalo Trace, Vodka, yeah. I think and then Woodford. Ma- yeah, well, yeah, oh yeah, Woodford, Woodford's yeah. on reserve. Yeah. Well, fucking Buffalo Trace is one year older than the goddamn America. 
It was founded in 1775. Oh, so, seriously? Yeah, it's one year older than by the, a buffalo named oh. Trace. It is literally. <laughs> it is literally the oldest. It is literally the oldest. Unless Joe Rogan lied to me, and if he did, fuck him. And you know, that's where I got this fact from. It is the oldest, uh, <laughs> oldest American company ever. It actually precedes the fucking Do Constitution. Google this? Google really? it. What's it say yeah. on the bottle? Yeah. Yeah. What's it say on the bottle? Yeah. It says it on the fucking bottle. You can Does get it, it off the bottle. Yeah, yeah. It's one. Maybe you can read, but I need glasses. So. It is. It is literally one year older <laughs> than the than. In America, it is the oldest whiskey. You know, you so think they, they would put it on there. Yeah, 1775. There it's it is. Awesome. There yeah. it is. Yeah, because 1776. You find it quick. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. says it right there. It yeah. says it. I mean, it's quick. You yeah. find it quick. It's on the phone. Where, where, where did they discover that? Uh, yeah, there's no Kentucky, buffalo in fucking Kentucky River. But there's no buffalo there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, in a, in, on Plymouth Rock, there was well, a buffalo. I'm sure, and I'm right sure there, that I'm sure that a Frankfurt. sweat this fucking fact. We think of the Mayflower as like a ton of fucking people came over. Guess what? There was a hundred people on the Mayflower, and fifty of them died. In the first it, was, it was like twenty-five oh, people. Like fifty people showed up on that motherfucker. So like we we boated motherfuckers across that the ocean long before we were making a country. So like there was some you know probably ten years where they were establishing whiskey over there because the first thing white people do is going to figure out how to get fucked up. Yo. <laughs> Especially when we just showed yeah, up in a new land. Yeah, how do we get fucked up? Oh, you guys got peyote and, and we? Great. <laughs> we're we going to steal all your land and take that. This place ain't got no casinos. <laughs> you got some corn. Yeah, and you got go. corn. How can we mash this shit? We're going to make it. We can make whatever we can. We're going to make some whiskey. There's no casinos, no nightclubs. Yeah, we got to do something about yeah, this. Yeah, we got to do something. You can finish this off if you want. I am down. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know you're waiting to. Go ahead. Finish that He's off. He's like, man. God, those are, those are fun. too long. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> shit, I'd eat that tomorrow if it's still set on this table. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. If you if you like crab cakes, if that's your bag, I like it. Crab is crab, lobster, scallops, um, uh, shrimps, shrimps. Those are the like shrimps. Those other uh, oysters and um, oysters are really about the only thing. Oysters I don't get down. and clams. Yeah, clams I like a little bit, but oysters I can't get down with too much because basically I mussels, I, mussels, well, mussels a little bit of good mussel soup. I can like it depending on the texture it has to be real good and that they cleaned them because when that shit's really gritty, I taste it. Mm-hmm. When that grits in there and you like get that sandy no, bites, no, no, you don't taste a, it. You feel clam. that shit. Yeah, like it's you don't rough. taste. You feel it. Yeah, like, that's, that's fair that's clams for me. They, yeah, they, they end up gritty sometimes. Yeah, so that's those are the things I kind of avoid a little bit, but the, yeah. the rest of that stuff, like, so if you guys like a good crab cake, I'm not going to lie to you, Forge ICT is killing it with that. Mm-hmm. I'd love to get, I mean, I this think, is down the street. And I think Kevin's uh, plating up our steak over there. Oh, Steak action. Oh, okay. I think I, that's what it's looking like. So I could what, be wrong. So what was the main directive of the restaurant when you were going to Dude. open it? I'm a fat kid from Kansas, man. Come on now, meat and potatoes, shit. Right? Yeah, you that's know? what I thought. Yeah, because it's because we said I read that you kind of wanted to do like a like a chop house type of thing. Well, I, I originally started like when I threw out that question, then I was like, you know what? After they told me simple this and that, and you know, I got back to town. One of my best friends took me out to eat, and we went to a, a restaurant that a I'm not. Please don't take it. I'm talking crap about it, but it, I love that restaurant. I love the owner. He's an amazing man. But uh, we went to dinner there. It was $160 for the two of us. We had. Oh my God. We both had a steak, a salad, and a bottle of wine. Where'd you go? We can say it. Where'd you go? Larkspur. Yeah, okay. Larkspur. And like I said, I've known Ty Iza, who owns it for years. Great man. I learned a lot from him uh, coming up uh, through the ranks and stuff. And absolutely just an amazing guy. But, you know, um, when I went there for that steak, it was okay. It wasn't the greatest steak I ever had. It was an all right steak. Um, nothing really special. You know, and Ty, you know, like I said, He's always been consistent this night, but it was mashed potato with a little 
you know, veggie on the side, which, you know, it is what it is. But uh, for 106 hours, you're like, damn, you know, I feel like I got a little screwed here. And that and that's and that's your and that's your market here in Wichita's oh, gonna yeah. feel that same way. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so to me it was like, you know, I was thinking, I was like, you know what? You have two choices in Wichita. Yaya's, Larkspur, Newport, uh, Chester's uh, that, that you're gonna spend at least for two people, at least a hundred minimum, if not more. Depending on how much you drink. I mean, really. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're spending $140 to $60 per entree, and yeah. then you're going to. And so you're. Yeah, and then you're, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're anything in after that. If you got a girl that likes wine and shit, you might be in. Big oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, you, you know, might be in deep with that, that motherfucker. So then I was like looking at, like, okay, then the other option is. Texas Roadhouse, the Longhorns. <laughs> yeah, you like. Know, Logan's, who's not even open anymore. And I'm like, okay, me personally. That shit gives me anxiety. Fucking, I can't go into that. Place. I don't want someone dancing next to me. Well, I don't eating. want someone right. dancing. I don't want the. I, don't, I have two daughters. I love them to death, but I don't want all these little kids running around me. That just gives me. I'm just like someone. Watch your fucking kids, please. Yeah, yeah. My kids sit at the table and eat with me when they go with me. I don't. Oh, they're you, not. Dude, I've got. A, I've got two great kids. You know, my oldest is 24. She works at Amazon during the day, and then she comes over and washes dishes at the restaurant at night. Great kid. My 12 year old. Um, great kid, but uh, doesn't eat worth a shit. You know, her, her her choices are McDonald's, macaroni and cheese. Oh, she got no palate. No, oh, oh, no, no, no. She eats like five things. And I got a son that this way. And, and the worst thing no. is, okay, you guys at peanut butter and jelly. You guys eat peanut butter and jelly. I mean, I, I ain't never scared of a PB and J. Okay, my oldest daughter never eaten a PBJ in her life. Never. Won't even try it. Nope, Not nope. even a bite. Nope, nope. Not then, even so one bite. So and then my crazy. youngest, then my youngest, she'll eat them. But only if her grandma makes the jelly. What? Is it grape jelly? No, it's strawberry. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> strawberry jelly is the best, man. We're like, dude, dude. Oh, uh, come likes on. Gra- whoever right, likes grape is a psycho. All right, let's I, pull the room. I, I've, been, I've been on the Nutella and strawberry. No, no, no. We're pulling There's the room. We're pulling that. the room. There's five of us in here, right? Okay, so we got Kevin. a tie. We got Kevin. a tiebreaker. I'm going strawberry. Strawberry? So when you guys hear PB and J, you hear fucking right. strawberry jelly? That's not even you real, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, there oh, we go. Three. Yeah, you are. Three John, John, what's your guess? Doesn't Strawberry matter. Two? Doesn't matter. You said five. Yeah, Strawberry four to two. one, bro. Four to one. So, so you, that I, makes you, so that makes every, you a fucking oddball. That okay, makes fair, you an oddball. Enough, fair enough. Pulling the room was not a great idea. <laughs> not for you today. Not for you today. <laughs> so retry you know, that one. Again, we're, that. We're, can we bring 10 more people in here and try that again? But uh, for the most part, when I think of PB&J and when anybody draws one or yeah. puts one on screen, ain't no fucking strawberry jelly in that motherfucker. It's great, man. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> That's oh, my God. Oh, 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 no. This is my... Okay, this sandwich. Okay, explain. We'll get off the... Oh, this is yours. There's no fries in I have there. to get... Okay, this one doesn't have fries in, but typically we do have fries in this bad boy. This sandwich... This sandwich right. was created by... My friend Jason Fabrez, who you know, rented oh, yeah. chef and all that stuff. Oh, Great yeah. guy. His name I've sounds known, familiar. But. I've known him for years. He's been on Food Network. He was on Bar Rescue, uh, Food Fighters. Great guy. Yeah. Well, he created this, this sandwich about eight, nine years ago. I fell in love with the thing. Typically, it is you know on the bread like it is, but well, let me, let me start over. This is called the Pepito. The Pepito. It's, it's basically a Venezuelan style street sandwich they wrap it up in foil you walk around and eat it it comes in the bun but then it has uh chimichurri sauce a lime cilantro sauce that has steak and onions with arugula pico de gallo and they stuff it with french fries 
with cheese so on top of it. So it's the whole meal. Yeah, it's it the, sounds the, amazing. Right there. It's the meal deal. Now, because of just not having a fryer and everything here, we did this without the yeah. French fries. Yeah, gotcha. But I'm going to say right now, this is by far. All right, I'm, with not, I'm going without. in. I'm going Dude, in. you got to go in. I'm going in. So you got to go and get you some of this. I'm going Thanks in. I'm gonna, I got to move this because I'm going to make a mess. Right oh, now. yeah. This is absolutely. Is it John? John, yeah, Jason. Yeah. John, come get you a piece. You got a piece? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, he got a whole one. Damn, I, you see how Kevin does. He gives he gives the sound guy the whole one. Well, he's not on, he's not on camera. I can't. Okay, he's just from yelling in the background, too. Oh, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's true, my favorite that's fucking part. Yeah, keep doing that. So you got the steak in there. It's basically the same steak we use. It's a prime rib shaved with the pico de gallo. No, I got some. Yeah, I got some. Hell yeah. Yeah, we come classy. We even bring napkins. Come on now. I'm telling you, these guys are prepared. But uh, no, the sandwich. You get the crunch, you know, the, the outside of the crust of that bread. Then you got that soft center, and, you know, just perfect. Then you got that chimichurri sauce in there that these guys make. Oh, it's yeah. phenomenal. Man, then crazy. you have that lime cilantro aioli on the other side. And then you have the um, pico, you know, de gallo. pico de gallo. It's just an absolutely amazing sandwich. And. Like I said, before I opened, I called Jason. I was like, hey, man, I want to use your sandwich. He's like, okay. And that, that's how So cool. was he selling this sandwich somewhere else or no? no it's just no, he, he had it at um, when he owned Taste and See with Stephen Bocci. They yeah, I that. remember. That's where I remember him from. That's, and and so, sense. you know, he did that sandwich there and I fell in love with it. And so I moved back to town. I was like, hey, can I use that sandwich? He's like, yeah. You know, and I was like, thank you so much because this is one of my favorites. And, you know. The thing I love about these kitchen guys that I have too that work that work for me and everything is the food and stuff. A lot of it was my ideas, and by no means I'm not, like I said I'm a chef. I you know I can kind of play with stuff, and I'm dangerous enough in my own kitchen. But I told these guys, hey, this is what I like to do, and they came up with all these things. And you know I couldn't ask for a better representation of the sandwich or execution. Uh, everything that they've done, I, it's they've done a great job. So what? Uh I'm loving the sandwich without the fries. What kind of fries do you put on the sandwich? I can totally get it with so, the fries. Though. Oh, but, I know but, with the but, fries, it would I soak up all I that. I understand that. Oh, it soak up that. Yeah, oh, yeah that, they're that. battered fries also. So oh, yeah. it's like you know, kind of like Spangles or uh, oh, so a little crispy, like a zesty you fry. Ever been in Norton's, oh, those fries, yeah, oh, I love just those like fries. those. Just, I mean, just I mean like there is. I'm not sitting here and say there ain't a fucking fry on earth. I don't like it. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I take potato wedges, potato tots, baby. I like them all. <laughs> don't you also do a truffle oil on it? Yeah, there's truffle oil on it. We do white truffle oil on it. When you do the fries, you do. Yeah, and also we shave uh, Parmesan Reggiano over it, and then we hit it with uh, diced chives as well. Yep. I would say that's what usually goes on this sandwich as well, additionally. That's money, dude. But it's it's a big money. boy, you know. Once you get the fries in there and everything. So when you when you get the whole like that's probably like everything eight, you had eight, on eight there. In, eight in sandwich plus, plus the fries inside. What you know? So like, can we put chips? So that's an entree. That's an entree right now. That's a that's for our a, lunch menu. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's a good. That's one. great. Yeah, right. You gonna kill the last? And it's a whole it's a whole concept. Of Go ahead. You can kill the last. You let one. me kill the crab cake. You can kill that one. All right, I'll yeah, kill this yeah. one. We'll trade on and off. All right, man. Four ICT got it unlocked. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to still have a his fucking sandwich. Oh, That's yeah, yeah oh, we got a we got a feed. We don't pay him nothing. How's this guy? We don't oh, pay. Oh, him. we don't. You're right. We don't pay him. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody comes in, has food, feed the guy. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Feed him. Give him at least a sandwich, and he's quieter. I mean, that's the fucking. That's the best part. Hey, where are we at time wise, John? Why we're why we're why we're t- about fifty minutes. Oh, good. We got plenty of time. We got plenty of time. 
Yeah, the sandwich is fucking tits. Oh, oh dude, yeah. this, I, dude, and I'm gonna tell you, from your from the from your ingredients in your sauces in your drinks and to your entrees and sides and everything, you guys really don't let one ingredient slip away. You know that's what I'm getting. Like they yeah. put some thought into every little piece of it. Well, you know, a lot of that has to do with. And I'm not even a huge tomato pico de gallo fan. Oh, this dude, I'll sandwich. tell you right now. This, like I said, when I ate this, I, it took me back to when Jason made the, the first time. As I would eat his three, four times a week, I love that fucking sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I and get so it. So when they got, when they did this one, I was like, God, this is so fucking. Good. It well, took and, me back and, to that time, and it's really cool because you're basically introducing a Venezuelan concept. Oh yeah, really. The idea of the pepito is is the thing. Gets your it gets your mind going after that. Oh yeah. You know, after I had that sandwich, I'm like. Oh, okay. I get it. It's like a Venezuelan burrito or something. You know, okay. it's like that meal on the run. When we opened like, I up, I totally get it. I get it. When we opened up our and the bread, our the bread lunch menu, yeah. our lunch menu consists consists of a Philly cheesesteak, the pepito, a um, right now we had originally a Nashville hot chicken sandwich, but we took it off the menu and replaced it with a chicken uh, banh mi. Oh yeah. What is that? that? What is that? Sorry. Chicken bami, it's a Vietnamese style uh, chicken. It's got uh, cucumber. It's like a French sandwich, really. It's got cucumber on there, and it's got uh, a pickled uh, carrot and uh, cabbage in it. Oh, I, a, just, I just realized I do like the pickled and carrot. Oh, yeah. Like, it's absolutely, that's the pickled thing I take, It's I absolutely amazing. And then they finish it off with a little bit of oregano. Or no, cilantro. Cilantro. But it's absolutely amazing. And then we have our uh, signature smash burger. It's a, a steak burger, two patties, smashed down. It's absolutely... Oh, God. Uh-oh, what's this? Oh, crap. Uh-oh, here so comes... Sorry, guys, I uh-oh. fucked up. Uh, oh, you did. did you forget the chimichurri sauce? <laughs> Didn't bring enough chimichurri. Oh, shit. <laughs> I know. I guess I'll just have to eat this on the guys, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to ruin your experience. So, explain that. What what what's, what you got to... Guys got a well, special... Well, this here, what we got here tonight, this here is our... Number. One of our signature number one selling steaks at the restaurant. Oh, yeah. It is our Trosco steak. Typically, it has a chimichurri sauce across the top with our mashed potatoes here, asparagus, and the Trosco steak. It's absolutely freaking amazing. Um, we've sold this is our number one selling item right here. What is this? For Buffalo. you. Oh, so shit. take a Lots bite, of- enjoy it. This yeah. is amazing. I'm going to steal this piece right here. I'm totally. Yeah, down. usually it's, I'm still on asparagus. Yeah. Like this bad boy. We do those asparagus. Oh, those. Like these gar- are, look at these asparagus guys. Jesus. Yeah. No, you had a whole sandwich. Yeah, you don't get any of this. <laughs> Usually, so what we do is that's uh, lemon, uh, lemon asparagus, citrus uh, grilled asparagus. And then our mashed potatoes, we use red potatoes. But then I also make a compote butter that goes on all of our steaks. And it's lemon, thyme, uh, rosemary, garlic, gar- roasted garlic, comfy garlic that we comfy in house as well. These are all fresh herbs too: uh, lemon zest, salt, pepper, and we make that compote butter. Then we use that compote butter in our mashed potatoes too as well. I love that you guys do a skin in mashed potato too. Oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. We don't even use a. Uh, we use old school masher for this. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I got in my yeah, house dude. too, baby. You know, it's that's so, what makes so that best. you know that they're home. Well, I also use that motherfucker house. to smash my spatula to make hamburgers exactly, too. Uh, that thing yeah. works. Mm-hmm. That thing that. <laughs> what they only needed for that thing was a special place in the kitchen because it really don't fit in the drawer. No, too well. no. <laughs> <laughs> it 
That's the one thing that you're going to yeah. fight in and out of that fucking drawer. We're also so small in the spaces that we have in that kitchen. It's the smallest kitchen I've ever worked in, you know, and I've worked in big kitchens and whatnot, but it's just, it's astronomical how small it is, so we don't have room for much. But also, you know, it is, some things are done better that way. Instead of using a big stand-up Hobart mixer, mm-hmm. you know, which we can't fit anywhere in there. There's no possible way if we wanted to. And instead, we have to find out ways to do it like this, which, which are do lead up in the end kind of be better in some ways you know? well it's a little more like you have to you have to put more into it like it's you're more hands yeah. it feels nice like nice and easy yeah. mashed potatoes yeah <laughs> I mean that's what people n- notice in a restaurant I think they notice that shit yeah I want a texture on them I don't like the whipped like I mean, I, again, I'm gonna sit here and say there ain't a bad mashed potato out there, but I do they like them. Though. Yeah, there is, like man. Them. If you over whip them and they turn to glue, yeah. this guy knows all about it. However, no. Man. <laughs> one day I just didn't give a oh, shit steak on the and family meal. Kind of turned. Dude, one day he glue. didn't give a shit. I was like, I'm gonna fucking. Uh, I was like. He made wallpaper. That's yeah. what he made. It was he like made wallpaper, wallpaper glue. glue. <laughs> it was for family meals. For the servers. Who cares? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If you're doing like the whole. I'm sure, like, they did. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I was. I had a lot going on that day. Really. That day, so, you just you make know. the gravy. Just make the gravy better yeah. that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you make gravy? <laughs> oh come on. Uh, no. They don't, they don't no. make an Italian dish without garlic bread. It's like, what no. fuck? So what happens on the days that you make bad mashed potatoes? You just make the gravy a little better. Well, they're, they're not for the public. They're for the uh, servers. And they're for staff. <laughs> the staff. So he gives the staff the shitty staff stuff. family meal. Oh, right, right. Come on. Well, that's what they get, you know? You get what you, you get. If it's you know, free, I'll take it. I mean, honestly. Or I'll, you come in and I'll turn slop into stroganoff, you know, whatever you want, bro. <laughs> but not that day. <laughs> that day he turns fit into shit. I'm like, meh, meh, it's okay. I'm like, so that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously, you got, guys, you got to get out to the Forge ICT. Yeah. So what? What are some other things on the menu besides the steak and the crab cakes and the uh, sandwich so, that we had today? Can I kind of explain the whole menu to us? Yeah, we a little can. Uh, well, uh, you know, uh, let me cut you off real quick. I'm sorry, sure, Kevin. sure, sure. One of the things that we have that's amazing and I love is our tomahawk pork chop. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, okay, this is dope. But this week at Forge, we do have a tomahawk ribeye, which is absolutely amazing. We got Ooh. that in the other day. And They're freaking huge. You want to oh, really? Picture? Yeah, <laughs> he's got a picture, man, for sure. Yeah. And, and it is well, this, this show won't be out until next Thursday. Post, post, it's okay. It's we'll okay. still post it. We'll still post it. But uh, this ribeye is so big, you know, it, he, it's holding up next to me so you can get a reference of how big <laughs> this damn thing is. I love a good ribeye, too. I ain't going to lie. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's yeah. nice. That is nice. Like I mean, you guys, we're, cut, we're cutting this steak with a fork here today. Did, did, did like, you get a picture of my pants down? What, what the hell? <laughs> They're all like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, dude. The, here's a picture of this ribeye, and it's just you with your pants down. I'm like, okay, well, that was a good setup. Oh, well, you got me. <laughs> well, you got me. You got me on that one pretty easily. <laughs> so do you guys kind of change with what the market has available? Um, not really. Uh, for now, we didn't really choose those kind of marketable items or marketable price items for the meantime. Just seasonal for the most part. It will get into some things like that, I imagine, but not right now. We're trying to yeah. stay within uh, a, like a, a budget within that for the customer. For that <coughs> well, and it makes it easier for like to know what people expect. Like which which top people come in, find what they like, boy, and they stick with it. So uh, I know motherfuckers that make the same thing at every so, restaurant. So staying within a budget, man. How much is your tomahawk ribeye? Uh, the ribeye, the pork chop, twenty nine, and, and the ribeye. Uh, we haven't that one's really, probably some price. That's probably pricey. We just well, got I bet, him. I bet. We just got him in. We haven't really just. I would expect about seventy-five bucks for. 
Oh no! Tom no, no, we're gonna no. be we're gonna It'll be, be way less than we're gonna be really? way less yeah. that we're gonna be probably about uh, I'd say somewhere between forty to fifty. I'll be in there. I'll be in there. And, and that's, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, I mean, there. honestly, that's not a bad price. No, no. no when no. you're considering that same ribeye, it's the same. It's a USDA prime. It's the best steak you can get out there. It's the same stuff they're using at Chester's. And that's Chester's, what I'm saying. About seventy five oh, yeah. bucks is what well, I, Chester's they charge. Well, they do, I think they're charging they, eighty. They do. Probably. They charge. I used to work over at Chester's for a long, long, long time, and uh, they do a twenty two ounce cowboy ribeye. You know, with the bone in and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the shorter bones. They're about that big. This one has the extravagant bone. They didn't cut them all the way down. You know, that's what she said. Whatever. <laughs> you know, but they are actually the bigger. Yeah, the I mean, one, the one is. I mean, the one is like a goddamn like it's oh, yeah. fucking legit. Yeah. We went to. Uh, we had a place in Omaha. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the place, but my buddy he got the big. Tomahawk rib by that motherfucker was like 120. Did you say it was Omaha? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it we was actually used Omaha. Omaha. Uh, we, we actually used Greater Omaha Meats, so that's actually it could w- be a yeah. And it was why was I can't remember the name of the fucking place, but it was the place was nice. Yeah. It was it, I mean, we our ten man our eleven man crew spent like three G's in that spot. Right. <laughs> but oh yeah, you know, and, and that's like Kevin was saying though. All our meats come from Greater Omaha. All our steaks are certified Angus beef. Um, it's just Dude, right I, there, the top two thirds. It's really good, and, and it's absolutely amazing. You know, Dude, everything we've had has been top notch prepared, and I, these guys really put in some thought to everything they're doing down there. Well, and I will say that all the flavors work together, and it's uh, pretty those well, are our biggest pretty well sellers. thought out thing you did actually. Like you know for I, mean? I think for our that was a know, three course meal with two. Yeah. And, 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 and now we got dessert still. Yeah, yeah there's, there's still oh, got more. We still got more. Yeah, oh, yeah. And this, shit, guy, yeah, I thought we was done. All right, this year we ain't never done on this show. <laughs> hey, hey, I thought you guys were fat kids like me. <laughs> I am with you, bro. I'm with you. Shit. No, like uh, your you guys, you guys mashed potatoes are great too. Yeah, like those ones are dope now. The texture's really good. And I'll tell you right now, guys, we're even getting like a DoorDash version slash. We've been sitting here talking and letting it chill. Like this food, <laughs> I guarantee you, in this restaurant, this still yeah. is still a ten out of ten for us on everything we've tried. Imagine getting it fresh off the grill with all of their with all their amenities ready to go. Yeah. I, can't, I can't preach you guys. This shit has been great. You so didn't far. even have it on the full version too. Exactly. Yeah, you know? that's right. yeah. And I appreciate you guys bringing any version of it to us. So, and so far it's been absolutely amazing. So far, that's kind of how I prefer it though. To be honest, like like on a date, I would do that right yeah. there. You know what I mean? I mean, like, buy the appetizer, split it. Yeah. By the by, the salad split it. By the thing split it. Shit, I ain't that never. Way we, that way we like going. You got girls that'll split it with you, or men that'll split it with you, <laughs> or anybody. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember the last time I got a split. Let us, let alone a free meal. Nah, but you, <laughs> every, the difference every, is every. I'm too ugly. Every meal I go on, I pay for. The difference is, is we're splitting. Yeah, shit, double. Yeah, we're, like we're, we're, we're tasting more of the menu that way, though. That's why I like. Yeah, that. yeah you fair know, enough. You, know what you, mean? you can get more yeah. items and be like, oh hey, let's share. Yeah, but I'm not. Let's go try this restaurant. So I'm talking about let's try the damn restaurant. Unless it's a sharing type of food, I'm I'm not gonna try your steak and shit though. Well, there's a, a, a <laughs> like if it's sushi, it's a different story, you I, know. But like, yeah, like I, yeah. I, I kind of agree with you. It's like <laughs> it's on my plate. It's my goddamn food. Yeah, it's I, mine. Nine two kind of like like the, if I ordered that meal, I don't really expect any of y'all to touch it. Like we're sharing this here but if I ordered that like I wouldn't want my girlfriend touching that shit get the fuck off it's like, you well, really got the same goddamn thing. Yeah. well we do a lot and a lot of servers ask for it, and a lot of Split people it. ask for it, is they'll ask for it to like they'll buy two dishes 
and they'll ask them, hey, will you cut it in half, put half on this plate, half on okay. that plate, so you get half I didn't know that was a thing. That way you're still That's a dickhead request, it seems like, to the kitchen. I mean, you're just doing half on this plate, half on the other. You're talking real cute about it right now, but I know when you see that ticket go, you like this motherfucker. Oh man, I'm, I'm I past those days. Twice as much now. I'm past those days. I started having Dude, children he and realized, like, oh, hey, that's all the charge for that shit. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. But I mean, that's I didn't know that was an option. That's kind of a cool idea, though. Yeah, if you wanted is. to double try it, or just you know, you know, try that next time. I just come like in, it. that way we come end up in like again. A four course, just, right? If you can, if, the thing is with me, okay, so me and you go to a restaurant together, and I, I ordered that, and you ordered the sandwich, and both of them look good, and I'm happy with what I got, but your shit look really good. Guess what? I'm just gonna come in again and then get that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say to this girl, she would always take a bite of my shit. I'm like, if you want it, you bitch, got it. Damn it. Try it next time. Shit. It's like, fuck. <laughs> I'm with you. Does I'm with you, man. I, I don't want your goddamn thing. I would order if I wanted it. Yeah, exactly. It's a gauge on a date on how close we can share. It's a sharing um, barometer. Well, I maybe. guess it. Uh, do we have any more uh, spheres over there? I would love them. Um, yeah, maybe, ice maybe spheres. not. It may have melted, but oh, well, go, take go take a look. Ice sphere. Yeah, I just like hers. <laughs> Oh, yes. So tell me about this dessert coming up. Do you know about it? Or is he yes, this is our, this was made, we used to make all our desserts in-house, and, you know, these guys were working so many hours, I was like, let's go ahead and get this we still do. Cheesecake. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, no, we, make, we, make, <laughs> we make a lot of our desserts, but we don't no, make the cheesecake. It was just one oh, that we used shit. to nominate. That looks yeah. amazing. Now, this one here is made by Extraordinary Cheesecakes. Jack Feist owns it with his daughter. Um, quick little story on them is Jack's daughter has celiac, so she can't have gluten. So they went to some oh, wow. places in town and tried to find a cheesecake, and uh, honestly, they all sucked. Huh. So Jack made these. It is a gluten-free cheesecake. Amazing. The sponge, what they use for the crust is a uh, non-gluten. Um, so they're not using like uh, graham cracker crust and shit. They're no, using a sponge cake, a gluten-free sponge cake for the crust. So yeah, it's a Genevieve's. Uh, so we have a local sponge. person that was uh, was wanting to find a gluten-free cheesecake. Yep. Could not find one worth of shit, made their own. Yep, and, and now it's featured at the Forge ICT. ICT what a we fucking ha- great story that and is! And we have three of his cheesecakes. He has this one that he makes for us. Well, uh, yes, this is slice here. me up a piece of this. I can't wait to try. This here, well, grab a fork, dig in into it. So this one here is our whiskey old fashioned cheesecake. It does have it has a little bit of whiskey in there. Jenna, look out! Jenna's butthole just puckered a little. Right, so, so <laughs> <laughs> what's the swirl I'm seeing hidden under? That's there? the old fashioned part of it. So okay. he makes a lot of different kinds of cheesecakes, and we have an old fashioned, a red sangria, and an amaretto sour. I'll tell you right so, now that amaretto sour is stupid. The amaretto good. sour is sick. It's off you're, the you're chain, speaking man. This man. You're speaking this man's language. Yeah. He's a little. He loves a little. We put those amaretto sour. cherries on there too, but it's oh, an amaretto. Okay. It's an old fashioned. The same flavor. Are put into that swirl, and I kind of asked for him to put that swirl into it with it. So, John, you wouldn't like it, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, you would, probably wouldn't like it. And it's gluten. That is a gluten free cheesecake, huh? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Oh yeah. He only uses top notch ingredients. It's uh, and g- give me the uh, maker again. His name's Jack Feist. Jack Feist. He okay. he works for Ben and Keith, but he has this co- or this uh, cheesecake business with his daughter. He supplies us. We go through. Almost three cases. Or so no, we got a local cheesecake maker in oh, town. Yeah. I didn't even know about that. That's That's amazing, dude. Jack dude. Feist. And he does. Am just, I saying his name correct? Yeah. Yep. Jack Feist. He just does crazy. <laughs> all Most of his cheesecakes are alcohol based. Like this one has Maker's Mark in it. Maker's or Bullet. Then his Amaro has real Amaretto in it. 
Um, the red sangria had wine in it. Nice. So everything he makes has alcohol in we it. We should get you guys a little bit in touch with uh, Jenna. Jenna. We, so we have a, another dessert maker that's come onto our show who alcohols bunt cakes like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And she's made an old-fashioned bunt cake. She'd make rum bunt cakes and all so, kinds of shit. So she actually wants to do a show. Check this out, okay? Yeah. She cake, wants to, can I cake it? Or some uh, no, shit. will it cake? Will it cake, yeah. Will it I, knew, cake? I knew it was like... So, so the idea is we, we're sitting around and we, and we have a cocktail. Yeah, I know. And then we're ta- then she tells us how she plans to make this cocktail into a, drink, into into a, a cake. cake. Into oh, a man. Cake, yeah. Okay, that's raw. And, that's and, right. and then she tries it for the first time on air. You know what I mean? There, there will be, there has to be some fails for it to be authentic. Yeah, you know and what's I mean? amazing about this woman is, okay, oh, she she goes, all right, Aaron and Austin, what you guys, they, everybody kind of sees that we kind of been touring the town doing old fashioned, so they know that me and Aaron love old fashioned. So she's like, I can do an old fashioned cake, and she goes, what's your favorite cake? And I just yelled out first, carrot cake, because carrot cake is my first. Same. You're serious? I love carrot cake. I always have. Out of all. The fucking cakes out there. You pick fucking carrot cake. That's dude? what. I, that's my favorite, bro. That's why they make them. There's guys out. That's crazy. There's people out man. there like yeah. me buying carrot cakes. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, like a carrot cake with cream cheese icing, other than cheesecakes, have been my favorite. Don't get me wrong, they're great, but they're it's my favorite. Cake. It really favorite is my favorite ever. Have you yeah. had all the cakes? I have. I have. And you can tell I've tried some cakes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the uh, the thing is, and she goes, "All right, well, let's try a carrot cake, old fashioned." And she fucking made one she delivered, and brought it man. in. She didn't even try it. She fucking hit it out of the park. And she, she, like I said, that show, Can I Cake It or Will It Cake? Will It Cake. Will It Cake. cake. I like Can I Cake It. That's <laughs> awesome. I, I like it? that. Can I Cake It. Can I Kick It? I mean, whatever. <laughs> they're, all, they're all good. You know, it's all, your content's better than your name, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so uh, that, uh, lo- that you have a local... Uh, Vendor making doing cheesecake stuff is like badass. that. That's amazing. Fucking amazing. Oh, that was really good. It's yeah. superb, man. He does a really good job on all that stuff. Gluten free or whatever. Like, well, I just yeah. Well. You didn't even have to tell me that part of it. Yeah. I mean, it just was yeah, a good cheesecake. By it would have been great yeah. on its own. Yeah. So, I, and what I like is that he he was inspired by like men. All these gluten free cheesecakes suck ass. I'm just gonna make. <laughs> well, one. I asked him today <laughs> too. I asked him. I was like, Hey, Jack. You know what one do you want me to take over to the podcast? He was like, Well, I don't really try to cater to you know women or whatnot. So. Bring the old-fashioned one over there. No, he, <laughs> he, he, he made the right choice. Oh, yeah. He nailed it. He's uh, almost like he watches our show. Jack, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack, based on that decision, you are welcome on the show. So, you, so um, how many you you future a, a few of his? We have three of them. We have a, the and, like I said, our sangria, this one, and then the amaretto sour. Do you do any other desserts at your place? Or is we that have a uh, house-made uh, creme brulee. Which they make Ooh, with okay. uh, yeah. coriander. No. It's got nutmeg. It's nutmeg, cardamom. Oh, cardamom. Cardamom, cinnamon. I know. I love how you're like, no, no, yeah. no. It's coriander. Yeah. We tried some weird ones at first. Oh, they, God. They we tried work. some really fucking weird ones. Yeah, come work, so you know? are you constantly. That's how you know, though. I know yeah. we kind of asked this question, but so you have your menu now. You're, we're in it. Uh, two six, months. How long are we in? Weeks, getting close to two Six or seven two weeks, months? I want to say. Yeah. So how, are you guys. Uh, Ever trying to experiment? Because I can see that in you, David. You obviously are Dude, experimenting. Soon, machine. soon oh. as I get done with the cocktail menu, I start playing with another one. Yeah. Because yeah. I, you know it's, and I'm. I tell these guys in the kitchen, you know, like I was told one time, your brain is your limitation. Whatever you can think of, you know, as long as it's reasonable in price, and we're not, you know, and we can justify the price, go ahead and do it. You know, I want to continuously push things, um, and to me, you know. As an artist, either musician or whatever, 
you get bored doing the same damn thing over and over. Yeah, you man. play. No. I think that's good for your staff. I think that's a good business model just to help your staff out too. Well, oh, because it you is. Know, it's like Mary with a lamb or anything. You get tired of playing the damn thing over and over and over, or making the same same damn rum and coke, or in his <laughs> case, making the same sandwich every morning, or making the same steak. Doing the same night. prep, doing yeah. the same everything. It, it, yeah. It's just that's nice true, to but... like do some little specials and stuff like that. So you keep that, you know, that artist artistry of cooking or whatever you do yeah. alive because you know you can get kind of in a routine and you're just like uh but if you're really back there pumping up and uh you know kicking out some crazy stuff and it may not be every day it may be hey let's run this a special tonight and see how well it goes yeah and do some fun stuff like that that way it feeds your need to create something the the, the well, tough thing is is like say so you have your menu out there and you already got it and what's rocking and rolling it's it's tougher to change that menu like change those items on there instead of rock specials every night so like, say, like, like I'm gonna do the same menu and then, yeah feature specials that's yeah what I'm yeah just yeah. do something so that's all like I'll rock these two dishes for the week yes not with the additional menu because replacing those items on that menu with new items on there that we've not tested number one is or maybe a mistake is, it could yeah, be a mistake yeah. or even just the execution of it or you alienate Fucking a percentage of the people that are coming there for that one well, fucking item when you don't true. have a we lot. Could take when you don't have a lot, like, or, yeah. you know, when you don't have a another. ton of items on your yeah. on your shelf, and it's also how you develop a menu that's going to be. Um, well, that's kind of cool. Around, well, it makes know? sense yeah. as a business owner, and like even though I'm mean, just kind of seeing it as it goes, you you like feature an item a couple times, and if it's something that catches on, then you add it to the menu. True. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we will change with seasonal items yeah. because it just in price alone for different kind of items or availability that we just oh. can't get them. Yeah. Even like veggies and yeah. stuff like that. Do you guys do any stuff. seafood at all? Right now we Other do, do crab cakes, we do so. salmon as well, but we will we are going to be getting into a lot more branch in town in the next couple weeks actually because awesome. we just got into our seafood companies. Oh, so nice. yeah. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. like fly them in kind of seafood. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, We're that's what I want. Several man. different companies that fly, they caught, catch it that day. It's out on the dock. Oh, they call us up like, "Hey, you want pumpkin sorbet?" I, I grew up in no, Kansas. Boom! I grew here. up in Kansas, and I didn't have a, 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 a taste for seafood because it just really. Yeah, I loved it instantly. God, no, crab legs. No, no. When, when I went out to Hawaii and I lived out in Hawaii for a while, you got used I to it. I got it. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, now I get it. Yeah, dude, fuck it. I can eat crab legs until dude. I will put a place out of business. They won't put them out of business. Well, don't make that mistake. Is that what happened to Trina Buffet? Me and man. my friend uh, Tony Vu, DJ Panda, have been told to leave on multi- on more than one occasion at multiple all-you-can-eat cra- uh, Asian buffets back when they had snow crab, by the like, way. Like, let me lasso me some egg rolls, yeah. that kind like, of guy. They were basically saying, we're not bringing any more crab out till you two leave. Well, it's like the, the Louis Anderson uh, sketch where he's talking about, he goes to a Chinese place and like, you leave. You eat more than Chinese panda bear. Yeah. You eat too many. Yeah, dude. That's a great sketch. Louis too. Anderson. That's a great. Hey, shout out to the late great Louis Anderson. That's a great fucking sketch, too. Oh, by yeah. the way. <laughs> all right. So we're getting towards the end of this. Let's uh, give them all, give them all your hours. Give them uh, all your social media stuff. Yeah. Uh, give them uh, tell them whatever you want to tell them about your business. Give them all the rundown. The you happy guys hours, give, the happy hour specials, everything. Good. You know, take this all right, time. Let's start with the uh, happy hours. Happy hours. We're doing from three to six o'clock Monday through Friday. We got a crazy stupid special. We're doing a, a nine ounce glass of wine for a six ounce price. That varies a little bit depending on the wine, of course. Are you guys kind of a wine connoisseur bar? You got a uh, pretty good selection? No, we got... We I got, mean, I don't know shit about wine. We, we got a like nice it. selection. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some... When I started the wine program there, I was like, you know what? I don't want anything mainstream. I want some just obscure kind of fun little things. And I told them the, the f- kind of 
obscure, crazy label. I want it. So we got some really kind of fun stuff. We got an Angels Ink Pinot Noir. We got a really great wine called Rabble. Um, another one that's really cool is Tooth and Nail. And the thing I love about Tooth and Nail, I'll, I'll show customers. I'll take my phone and you scan the label, and it starts singing to you and stuff. And this gal has a helmet and she pulls it off. And oh, so they put some design into oh, it. Yeah, nice. You can appreciate amazing. that as much oh, yeah. as you put into stuff. You can. Oh yeah. It, it, and so I was like, I, that's why I, I kind of showcase it. I love how you buy shit off the label. The label's cool. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, well, yeah. Bought, <laughs> hey man, that's how I bought CDs that's for how years, bro. I bought CDs that way, right there, man. That's how you know the girl wins the Super Bowl. Fucking, you know, they they like that uniform. Oh yeah. That, yeah. that uniform. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, you beat me. The whole yeah. thing really goes Fancy together football. nicely. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so, you know, that's what we do with the wines. And then um, we do the cocktails. Instead of the normal price, they're down to 10 All our mocktails are $5. And then we got the $10 appetizers. So we got quite a bit. As so, you guys, so, guys, awesome. so you can go in from what time to what time? Three to three six. six. Three to Generous. six. Three to six. And I tell you, there is people that are asking. Guys, they're doing mocktails for $5 during that time. So if you're looking to go out and get a nice contemporary restaurant feel, have an appetizer. All their appetizers are ten bucks during that time. You can get so if you're trying to have just some appetizers and have the drinks feel, and I'm seeing that go around a lot. So yeah. I want I want to I want to definitely push that part of it. You can go in there and get a cheap mocktail and a cool appetizer for fifteen bucks. I mean, come on. I mean, especially in a restaurant feel. you got to love that. You have a hard time getting out of Mickey D's for 15 bucks. Shit. You know I mean? Mean, Double quarter well, I mean, pounder meals, $15 right. now. I mean, some saying. of those things, we're like really underscored on a lot. We use some better beef products than a lot of the fine dining restaurants do around town. Because yeah. like, I've worked there. I've been there. And for the price that we do. Well, g- guys, I can tell you, know, you, know, I, money, you all know. of the people that we've had in uh, uh, aside, they're this. They were really prepared, and their ingredients were top notch. Oh, yeah. uh, I can say nothing but uh, good things. Everyone needs to go check out Forge ICT for sure. So where, yeah, where are we located? We're, we're located at nine seventeen East Douglas. It's basically a block, not even a block. It's half right a ne- step. Well, it's right <laughs> right next, next door. to Ribbit Computers, basically. Beacon. Beacon. Yeah, right and then you have Washington Douglas. You know, we're right there. They're right there on that corner, um, guys. Yeah. And, and it's a great location. Um, Monday through. <laughs> Monday through Wednesday, we're open from 11 o'clock to 9 o'clock. Then on Thursdays, we stay open. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we stay open until midnight. Okay. So we give you a late night option. So you can come in and have some cocktails late, too. Now yeah. Late and, cocktails, and some food appetizers. Well. You guys serve, kitchen are you guys serving yeah. food all the way up yes. until midnight, pretty yes. much? Yep. That's hey, awesome. guys, that is another thing. Here we go. I got a bunch of people asking That's me, good. where can I get a fucking entree at 10 o'clock? Here we are. You can go get your tomahawk steak, fuck 29, or tomahawk. Pork, uh, chop, pork, pork chop, pork chop, pork chop. Don't give us takeaway. Don't give us takeaway. Chop. Yeah. Well, it's tomahawk. Chop. Or tomahawk pork chopping <laughs> at, at ten o'clock at night. If you guys are looking for a meal, eleven yeah. o'clock, you yeah. will get you taken care of. You know, um, and that was one of the things that I, which saw that I saw that on one of the uh, which shop food and booze or something like that. What restaurants are open past you know ten o'clock? On, past fucking eight. Awesome. I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we're open. You know, come on in. And, uh, you know, enjoy some of the, even if it's, you know, going to a date night and you finish the movie theater and you need a laptizer or something before you hit the road, you know, come by and see us. Are you yeah. guys, yeah. I know it's not really your thing, but are you guys also doing like the DoorDash and delivery and all that crap we do. too? We are set up with our, if you go to our website, which is www.forgeict.com. Um, and we'll feature that on the bottom of this description for this Basically, episode you'll go too. on there and just click on there and you hit to go orders. And you can order right to go, and then it's you have the choice of either picking up or delivery. Delivery, DoorDash will come pick up and deliver it to you. No charge. So, guys, and I will tell you today, we even had like 
two DoorDashes, and this food was still amazing. So this is a place you can DoorDash their food even. Like oh, yeah. there's some restaurants. I will tell you something right now. That is a big part of how good is your restaurant. Will it hold up in a DoorDash? That's the other thing. Is yep. The uh, quality of the to-go boxes that we use are above par. Like, well, we're, spending like, we're spending like a dollar a box. You should, you should a little and bit. I know that delivery is a big pain in the ass for well, a lot of businesses. They just They're throw vintage. all the ingredients in. The box cooks oh, it dude, on the way. Like those sucks. crab cakes that you amazing. had earlier, I, I, cooked those, <laughs> I cooked those crab cakes at the restaurant at... Like 5.30? Yeah, it was oh, wow. 5.45, I want to say. Oh, bet, dude. And then we got so here. Great. Yeah, so it's and you didn't eat them until hours. Two, two hours later. They were still crispy. Yeah, they were yeah. so great. Baller. They were yeah. so great. We were yeah. sword yeah. fighting over them. So, I mean, that was how well it lasted. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yeah. I thought it was thumb wrestling. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a little bit of everything. You, you can't see under yeah. the table. Yeah. There's definitely moments of this show that we are pantsless, but we'll get into that another day. But anyway, it's really uh, fast hands. Guys, <laughs> l- let's wrap it up. I'm full. The food Got has been amazing. Hands. These guys have been amazing. <laughs> Check out Forge ICT whenever you can. Get in there for some great cocktails, mocktails, appetizers, entrees. Yeah, guys. Man. And it's David, pretty, Kevin, amazing. Appreciate stuff. it, guys. Thank you so really. much, guys. Appreciate really it, guys. Appreciate being here. Yeah, thanks for having us in. <laughs>